Hello. I was about to say, you said, I'm glad you said that. I had something in my throat. It just like hit record. I had a little bubble. You know, when you go to speak and there's a little globule in your throat. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Um, my name is Carl Donnelly. My name is Julian Dean. We are back. This is this week's episode. I was going to say, we are Two Vegan Idiots. <laughs> really cheesy sort of Blue Peter <laughs> style. We are, and then it comes in with a jingle too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the music yeah. hits. Um... Welcome back. This week's episode, we're joined by Abby Clark. Um, TikTok who, lockdown sensation. I mean, yes, you might have, you've probably um, seen one of her videos without, even if you don't know, because uh, like she's had a couple of videos go viral during a uh, lockdown. She's a comedian. Um, she does some very funny videos. You, you probably she has a great mum and dad that I want yeah. to uh, move in with. Actually, after lockdown, <laughs> we've actually put in a transfer request from our own families uh, to go and join us. <laughs> because foster parents in breakfast, mate. Yeah. So um, yeah, she's great. Check out her Instagram, and she's on TikTok. She does videos on TikTok that have just been watched so many times. Like um, yeah, and yeah, definitely, you'd probably reckon one of them went. I remember, I remember seeing it before yeah. I knew who she well, was. Well, her you dad know, was in one a of them stage one. play for Mamma Mia and they reenacted a scene yeah, from yeah, Mamma yeah. Mia. Yeah. It's very good. It's very good. Um, but yeah, we had a nice fun chat with her about all sorts. And um, and that's that really. Let's just get on with it this week. Let's, not, let's crack on, man. Let's not dilly-dally. That's a, I've not said that word. Phrase. Let's that drop phrase. that episode. Drop it, man. Enjoy. Low-key. Recording. Yes. We're recording. Welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl the red light here. is on. <laughs> Julian, Okay, that's Julian. And we're joined by Abby Clark, all the way Hello. from Bristol. Hello, it's me. <laughs> you from uh, Bristol. How's what's Bristol saying during lockdown? Uh, not saying much. Is it the pubs are not open? What's happened? Yeah, the pubs. The pubs have opened. I haven't braved it yet. Oh. I saw a load of uh, male comedians did. Um, I had I had like a pub quiz with I have like a female writing group. We did a little pub quiz, um, and one of the prizes was a date with an eligible bachelor. And we all just got shown a picture of a load of the male comedians just topless uh, uh, posing. And it was like, well, they had a good night. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they've tried the pub. I have not. Right. I'm, I'm being a bit of a wimp, to be honest. Well, not a wimp. I'm 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 that kid who like I just have to follow the rules. Right. So I've been being very good so far. I still because everyone's obviously everyone like there was pictures of Soho and it was just carnage. It's but insane. I also weirdly I understand it's it's like people you know are, are critical of that, but I can't bring myself to judge people that harshly because they've been locked indoors for months. I sort yeah. of get it. I sort of understand. Well, it's also London, especially, isn't designed for distancing. Like not at all. Like, I mean, no. we've probably all had it anyway. In London, so many of us, and we're all close together. I reckon, I reckon the percentage of people that have had it in London and are asymptomatic is very high. Yeah, probably. But, Bristol's a bit know. more untouched, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's also yeah. What part of Bristol do you live in? Nice. What's the what's the hip sort of um, uh, hipster bit where there's like vegan cafes and nice? Oh, parts? where the um, head and chickens is. Oh, Helen Chicken is Bedminster. Bedminster I'd say the more nice. hipster place is Stokes Croft, though. That's oh, where really? that's where all the drugs happen. Um, is that drugs, <laughs> drugs and hipsters is that the news? You can tell. Hipsters are on drugs and shops, isn't it? Well, they have all the coffee shops too. They have okay. it's like coffee Aren't shops. They all on Ket and stuff. You know? Hipsters, no. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Bristol's very druggy. It is, um, isn't it? It's always been like that. It's um, it's obviously because I think because it, it's historically like quite a, U, a, a uni town, isn't it? It's got a lot of students. Yeah, and everyone's and a, just so free music and, and stuff. Yeah, the music scenes. I like where I work in just like in a cafe. They're all musicians. I oh, really. And when I went out with them, it was like restaurant at workers and musicians so they were all just doing like so many drugs and oh drinking God. and I was just there like mm, I've never smoked a cigarette hi oh really <laughs> um, are you that, yeah. that yeah. sort of militant well I've just never seen the need for any of it um I think I'm so rational and true there's like no need to smoke oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> smoking yeah. is gone <laughs> So I just, I just never have, and I think I'm, I'm mad enough without about, any it extra. It looks cool. So. Has that ever, has that, that ever been a cool. It looks excellent. No. I suppose um, it depends on how, like, it doesn't nowadays. To be it honest, used to look cool nowadays, especially like when everyone's like smoking rolling. James that's D. A Bristol. Every, I've never been to Bristol, like, and not everyone who smokes in Bristol smokes roll-ups. So that's just, yeah. I'm gonna say that's a hundred percent. Accurate. I think it's also it's just because I'm like such a wimp about everything that I was always like if I smoke a cigarette I'll die. Yeah. Um, so I was just it was just never worth the risk for me. I mean that is that is a thing as well though you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but I think I imagined I like dying hurt. instantly. Literally, you finish like, a cigarette. One puff. Just, just as you it out, you just faint on the die. spot next just, to the bar. Yeah, dead on the street. That's what I thought. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's weird that drug culture in Bristol. I think it's got, it's also like, because yeah, because like the music scene was always quite, they were into like, there was that weird period of music where it was like. It looks like I've placed the guitar there. Just yeah, It <laughs> does actually. Julian's uh, going to be playing us out today. On oh, please do. <laughs> A couple of new little numbers I've got just for patrons. Uh, what, have you been playing the guitar? That's the, just for, uh, the I, I, um, I, guitar. Uh, uh, when I, a few weeks ago, I was in a bit of a phase where yeah. I was relearning it. So I was, I saw Noel Gallagher play the MTV Unplugged. Yeah. And I just wanted to join, I just wanted to form a band straight away. And did, what did you? I didn't. No, no one was up for it, man. (laughs) Is it now just a prop in your house? It's a bit of a prop. It's actually Cole's guitar. Thanks. Um, But Um, it's a bit of a prop. I did learn Live Forever and sung it a couple of times to myself. Nice. Um, that sounded so sad, <laughs> and I and I sang it to myself. Yeah. My tears were getting in the way of the plectrum, so it was like, there's all tears over the guitar, man. Sorry about that. Um, so, what have you, have you been doing? Any gigs during lockdown online? Anywhere else? That's basically blown up on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many, I mean, how many followers on TikTok? Um, I. I I think um, last time I checked, two hundred thirty-three k. Bloody hell! Um, it is mental TikTok. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, the video, the videos are great. To be honest, thank they're you. Imagine if you're like, and she doesn't <laughs> even deserve <laughs> it. Or well, to be honest, <laughs> like, how the hell have you done that with that rubbish? Um, it's weird to add. I, to be honest, I don't go on TikTok. Great, by the way, I'm not being honest. I'm being honest. What what are they doing? Is TikTok is so um I think it's really intimidating for I mean I found I find it intimidating. I downloaded it, I did a couple of videos and I was like, I'm too scared of this. Everyone's doing things that I'm like, everyone's doing dances and I'm like, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm too um what's the word? Self-conscious, I think. Yeah. I mean I, I like I like it a lot, like, but 
Yeah, it's different, isn't it? I mean, you're the perfect person for TikTok, I bet, especially locked down with two performing parents. They yeah. do like group <laughs> things and it's great. Yeah, yeah I, do, I definitely have a good situation. Um, and like I used to do dance before comedy. Yeah. Um, so that suits it as well. But I'm trying more and more to kind of move away from any... I mean, I was always doing comedy dances. I was never doing serious dancing. Um, but I want it to be more about the sketches and the yeah, comedy. Yeah. Saying yeah. that, I might do a dance video later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't done one for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had a good setup. I live with two actors, so that's helpful. Yeah. And um, what was I mean, your your mum was in my family? Is that is that right? No, uh, two point four children. Sorry about it? that. Can we delete that bit? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> to be fair, let's say she was. Correction. She'd love that. Um, <laughs> You yeah, should have been in, in my family. Just, just to clarify, I prefer 2.4 children to my family. Same here, man. Just saying. There you go. Um, the box set. You haven't got the box sets. No, Me and my mate have got this weird running joke about buying each other the full box set of Goodnight Sweetheart. I don't know why. We just, we've just we got this long-running obsession That was quite good, actually. Well, it, the thing is, the first season, I think, was quite good. But then it just got crap. Well, it was a spin-off to Only Fours and Horses, which is just like... When Rodney goes back in time. Rodney starts going back in time. This is weird. Um, but have you seen any of these? Adam? I have not. Um, what, how old are you, do you mind me asking? I am 24. Yeah, have you heard of Only Fools and Horses? I have heard of it. I've just but, never watched it. But it's not one to one. I would say, like, it's probably weird, all if you're going to go back and watch them. old sitcoms, you'd probably watch the big American ones. You'd probably go and watch Seinfeld or, you know, I don't think anyone... Friends. No do you younger people well, are going to go, I'm going to go oh, back and... Friends. Well, yeah, exactly. Was... But no young people are going to go, I might go back and watch Goodnight Sweetheart from the <laughs> yeah. beginning. It's not, it's not John. like John or something, is no. it? What was underrated, dear John? You don't really hear about that anymore. That was excellent. <laughs> what was Frank Skinner's terrible ITV2 one? And I love Frank Skinner. It's not, I'm not criticizing him as a comedian. I'm saying he just did a sitcom on ITV that was okay. notoriously bad. I don't know. I think it might have just been called Vaguely Frank. remember it. Anyway, we'll the do Sean that. The one was good, wasn't it? But 15 it, uh, Stories High. It's one of my favourite ever sitcoms. It's a bit Brilliant. of a cult. cult Let's not bore Abby with our... <laughs> I, what I we're having now is a reminisce about old television. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin was good, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of him. Mar- um, Marilyn Monroe. Um, <laughs> what's your, what, what have been your box sets of uh, choice during the lockdown? Oh, I'm binging New Girl at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm so deep in. I also... Fleabag? I, Fleabag? Fleabag? I haven't actually watched Fleabag yet. That's like illegal for it's a very good. Comedian, isn't it? it is. I mean, yeah, that is I'm illegal. So I think you've just lost your uh, membership to the female comedian. <laughs> I know. I feel awful. I shouldn't admit just that. Just been deleted publicly. from the WhatsApp group. <laughs> um, oh, no. Who will I get topless photos from now? Um, <laughs> there is... Because are you, are you in... I know there is a um, female comedian's WhatsApp group. I'm in it. Under, um, in, so I, I went think, in there as a Trojan horse. Right? Uh, <laughs> but there is you apparently just set it up, Samantha. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> does anyone know this Samantha? Who's <laughs> <laughs> asking for pics? <laughs> but, um, no, I know. I know a bunch of female comedians who are in a WhatsApp group, and I just I dread to think what gets said about. And I'm not even talking about the the, the discussion happening at the minute with men oh, and God, yeah. how people are behaving. But I'm just talking about in general because I remember. That's just um, a general anxiety that under. But that's just girl me. group chats. Any like that doesn't need to be female comedians. Like I have so many right. female group chats, <laughs> which what? which boys don't want to see. <laughs> this because obviously I think I don't think it would be uh, surprising to hear that a lot of bloke uh, WhatsApp groups can be quite 
um what's the word uh illegal <laughs> i mean that, that is one highly way. immoral no. No, but, yeah but i'd say sometimes it can get a little bit like oh this is we're all joking sometimes but actually, you can take jokes to uh to like i mean it's all jokes but like you but yeah sometimes it, there's always one person who goes one step too far and everyone's like yeah oh, yeah, let's yeah, leave yeah. That now yeah that joke's sort of got yeah, let's not do hand. that let's but not what is, take like, it there what is the general uh tone of a female whatsapp group um that it's actually well i'm not i'm not in a whatsapp group we have facebook groups okay. um and the southwest like bristol scene have a specific facebook group called the fanny pack um <laughs> very clever name <laughs> and it's to be fair it's mostly really supportive it's very That's what nice. you'd expect it's actually a clever name it is clever right so i didn't um, think of the fanny pack a group of people being the yeah pack. And then also the okay, little I think, I fun think bag. Our got it. <laughs> no, I think we should be saying. I'm going to write this all down for um, our, our patrons. listeners. Are incredibly like, slow. Like jokes are always best when you break it down and explain it step by step. We'll do a we'll do an extra bit. We'll record afterwards, Julia, when we really take grow go through that. Got charts and fanny packs. <laughs> we'll do a it's video not for patrons the... of you breaking it down. And then a pack of people together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, I bet it's it's mostly people supporting each other, encouraging nice. each other with with a few screenshots uh, dropped in. Basically, that's yeah. that's the vibe. <laughs> that's the um, current. I mean, it's still it's calmed down a bit actually. But like, I'd found initially in the first two months or so of lockdown, the amount of screenshots I got in WhatsApp groups of other comedians, uh, sort of tweets, Facebook updates. But there was a general sense of like check out this comedian who's losing their clearly losing their mind yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah. it's really like yeah it, 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 sometimes it was funny sometimes it felt a little bit like, a, it got a bit it could get a bit bleak well, like, it, it started like exactly it started as oh this is great. funny this person's clearly not dealing particularly well with not gigging and it's got just being a bit of a dick but actually sometimes you're, watching, you're like, oh this person is on the edge of a nervous breakdown which i think is not fun to make fun of put your it? bets on no um, <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't say the female groups are that vibe. That's um, good. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that it's not yeah, as mean as we're actually just all really nice to each other. <laughs> Sorry to be honest. See each other's faces. Then there's the splinter groups, though. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, to be fair. But then one on one, that's that's where it happens. <laughs> We're, a, we're clever we know not to do it in front of an audience you get witnesses in that way that's you know it. got to yeah, do it yeah. privately <laughs> keep um, them close in it we i me me and my wife have just had a baby a month ago oh congratulations and, um, we did thank you we did a thing called nct which is where you meet up with other people in the area who are due a child around the same time and obviously yes. we did it on Zoom because it was during lockdown. You swap kids. And, no, but what you do is you get put into a WhatsApp group. So it basically gives you this little support network of people that are going through exactly the same thing. So when you're all tired and you might have some issue that you need some advice, it gives you that little support network. But we met up with them for a socially distanced picnic last week or two weeks ago. And uh, we found out that some of the others have already started like meeting up individually. And you could tell some of us were like, what the fuck? Even though That's you not... don't want to do it, you're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, taking this personally. Yeah, they're not really like, want to do it. They're just like local people that we, and you want to What they're basically of... saying is we didn't like you as yeah. much as we liked <laughs> yeah. you. Well, yeah, one of them sort of uh, mentioned, like, I have a, a phone conversation I had with one of the others. And I was like, you're taking it to phone calls, mate. What the shit? 
I thought we were all <laughs> yeah. It's like a few months WhatsApp. ago, you didn't even know these people, and yet exactly. you're like, they should be talking to me. <laughs> How quick can you make friends? I can't make friends that quick. It takes me about no. three years to fully trust somebody. Yeah, if that, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I've been doing this podcast for almost two years with Julian, and I'm just about starting to trust him. Just learned my surname. <laughs> um, so sorry, what we were, we were saying about you haven't done any gigs. Have you done any online gigs or anything, Jerome? No. So yeah, I, I've mostly just done, been doing online, online yeah. content. It's um, a horrible word, but it's it's necessary. Yeah. Um, but that's that's now what I'm doing. I mean, to be honest, the Zoom gigs just terrified me i got offered a few at the start and i was just like the thought of performing material to either silence or like yeah like a few a blank face 10 people i I just couldn't bring myself to do it at first and then i started doing the like more sketches and stuff and that went well so then i kind of focused on that and then i was like oh no i really need to like start practicing stand-up again um by then, I, I'd kind of turned down so many online gigs that they kind of weren't even asking me anymore. So, yeah. But that's why I accepted this um, driving gig. Yeah, I was that's like, what, so before okay. we record, we were saying. <coughs> yeah, so I was like... Where is it? In Swindon. Swindon driving. Um, Swindon driving. Glamorous. What, yeah, is it in a car park? No, that... this is just the image I've created in my mind. Just just in the word Swindon. The was set in I... Swindon, the office. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, it was Slough, I believe, actually. Oh, wow. Slough. Yeah, Seems we were talking about old sitcoms. <laughs> 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 old. <laughs> um, um, I think it's Slough. Anyway, I might be wrong now. I, I think I want to know. But, uh, um, so yeah, so you've yeah. got to do. I was, I was just like, I need to get back on the horse. Like, I need to just make myself do this. Um, yeah, and, and and start talking to people through a microphone again. So I keep having daydreams about getting a real job, and that's the what I've honestly. I've been a professional comedian for thirteen years, and this I've been off off it now long enough. Now the other night it was like four in the morning. I was awake because of the baby, and I found myself googling like. But best career changes in your thirties, and I was like, "What's wrong with me? I've lost my head." Yeah, like, I mean, it's all right to have a look, isn't it? You know. Yeah, but I mean? it's, it turns out if you haven't got any um, qualifications or transferable skills from thirties, what no do you job. do? Yeah. Well, my parents are having a similar. Well, my mum especially because she's an actress. Yeah. And at the moment, it's like, is theatre even coming back? And in yeah. what capacity? But it's like she's been an actress her entire life. Like what, she can't do what does she what does she do if acting isn't like a career anymore? Imagine going into an office having been self-employed and like creative yeah. for thirty years or something. But also, I, like I, she's in her sixties, but like actors don't retire. But you don't start a new career in your sixties. No. Like when I first started, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, we were literally like, "What can you do? I don't know what." what bus driver crossed my mind. That's, bus driver, what the fuck is wrong with me? That's, I know. Yeah, that's, no, that's I do not want to do that. They have to deal with so many crazy people. But, oh, like, London buses as well. Like you, you know. see, like videos online of just custom customers, riders, passengers, passengers, <laughs> the riders. I, I, I the worked, riders, yeah. you know. <laughs> I worked in a call center for a, a little while. Just when I left my full time job to do stand up, I got a temporary job. Yeah, like so you flexible, so you don't have to go in if a gig comes in, and it kind of helped blend into going proper full time. And so there was a lot of actors there. And like some of them have been on telly and it was weird. That oh, so weird. Do you remember Bewitched? Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was on the on this call. So I only did it for a couple of weeks and like 
the, the, the singer in Bewitched just come and sat down and put the headset on. <laughs> they were massive at one point, weren't they? They were huge. I was like, she was so nice as well. Like, do you want a cup of tea? Irish. Yeah. But, um, Have yeah, you ever watched mad. the footage? She was in, one of them was in Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. And she was in it with Nick. No, not, not Nick. Um, the twins, aren't they? With twins? Gary Boosie, the crazy old Amer- uh, American actor. Oh my God. Yes. I think I watched that series. The footage of it is, I've, I've, I didn't watch the series. I've just watched footage of it. And it is the funniest thing. His exchanges with the lead singer of Bewitch, because he he's got no, for some reason, like some American people have no concept of, like regional accents in Europe, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they think they think they also a lot of them think Ireland's part of England, which is weird, and they also think everyone in in England sounds like Hugh Grant, don't Just they? Just learn so, it isn't. <laughs> but, and uh, so it's like that any accent they hear that isn't a, Lond- a posh London, they just don't understand. So he, he um, Gary Boosie just keeps obsessing over the bewitched singer's accent. And you can watch a compilation of their exchanges on YouTube. And it's my favourite thing to watch online, which is... Well, that's my afternoon sorted. Yeah, give it a go. It's it's wicked. It's better than all the harrowing shit that people are watching on YouTube. I know, yeah. What What, are you watching watching on YouTube? Um, I was watching a lot of serial killer interviews. (laughs) Oh, to be fair, that is... I mean, mean, they're incredible. Like the, The way that these guys go in... There's one called Kurt, the Colonel. He was in Canada. He was a serial killer. What they just name? called him in for questioning. Yeah, that is, that's a good serial killer name. Did Normally he make up boring. his own name? Oh, he, or he was, was he christened he, that? He was yeah. very high up in uh, the Canadian army, but really high up. Yeah. And um, what, a colonel, maybe? I think he was a colonel. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Okay, right. cool. That makes sense. But they, um, but the guy br- brings him in. But the, they show this on interrogation training because it was just so excellent. What the guy did, he like everything he played. He had so much rapport with him. Yeah. By the end of like the three hours, the colonel is just telling him everything what he did. Right. It's just, it's just really like interesting to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Does way it- he even calls him by his first name. I've got a book. Let me see on my bookshelves. Um, it's a really how good to book. be a serial killer. <laughs> uh, it's called. I hear it is what everybody is saying by Joe Navarro. You should read it. It's um. It's a. It's a guy who is was the. There's a TV show called um, Lie to Me or something. It's it had Tim Roth in it, and it's basically based oh, on, yeah, on yeah, Joe yeah. Navarro, who was the FBI. Uh, he's the FBI's body language expert. So he would go in and watch interviews with suspects mm. and be able to tell from little tells on their face and hand and body and everything, the way they were sitting, he could basically give a good idea of if they were lying, if they were being defensive, if they were sort of distracting, trying to distract or move the topic away. Like he's really just a total expert. And the book talks you through a lot of his techniques. It's really good. Oh. I, I, lo- I love all true crime. I feel like I've listened to so much. Am I either going to be a killer or a victim? Like, it has to be one or the other. <laughs> like, it's my destiny to be... I don't the overwhelming majority and outside... I don't necessarily like... <laughs> no, no, one's going to happen. <laughs> I don't like seeing the victims interviewed and stuff as much as I like seeing the serial killers interviewed. It's no, yeah. I, I prefer... I like, I listen to... Do you, have you heard of my favourite murder, the podcast? I've heard of it. I've not listened to it. Oh, that, I'm obsessed with that. So I, I'm more of a fan of people telling me third person right. details of murder. Have you heard um, of Sword and Scale? No. See, that's one that I was recommended, which is like a very brutal true crime one. And I listened to it and it was too 
uh like visceral it's really really like horrible they cover really bad crimes and also like, old killer no filler is a, a big yeah that's a, yeah that's i can see that's, that's got the, that's yeah. the tone you want Rachel yeah Wallace, that's the tone i need them to take the edge off the actual harrowing murders but yeah there's yeah, I one, feel like I only want comedians to tell me about it. Yeah, or just people that have got a nice tone. I don't want one of them sort of American narrators who've got a very serious tone. Like, and it's just like, oh. I know, yeah. Um, so there's a good like, one on Netflix. Harrowing enough, mate, you know what I mean? There's a new one on Netflix called Unexplained Mysteries. Just gone on oh, there last week. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. I watched I was, the first episode. It's very thing good. thing is, though, I, I hate when there's not an ending. Like, um, I need, yes. I need that it resolved so that's why yeah, you need yeah, to be yeah. either a murderer a or a victim exactly not know it yeah i can't be like neither it has to have an ending <laughs> my, my true crime life has to have a, a nice ending mm. um well, so no nice ending to a true crime life <laughs> no, yeah and they she came back to life and everyone uh lived happily ever after it's the famous it's one of my favorite ever comedy routines norm mcdonald's got a routine about the news and he talks about how whenever they say like you know a lady called susan is missing like you sort of suddenly get invested and even though you don't know know her you're suddenly like oh shit i need to know what happened to her every day you find out more like she's been missing she was such a nice lady and he said the worst thing you can ever hear is when they say the police are now searching the woods he goes oh shit (laughs) nothing good ever happens in the woods that (laughs) or or the river or something but he says like no one's that's that news story has never had four days later uh, her just walking out of the woods going, oh, hey guys, <laughs> I'm just taking a walk in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I just went camping. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, one of the, it's on his, I can't remember what album it's on, but it's one of the best comedy albums I've ever heard. It's He's got like, so many great routines, you know, mm. so funny. Yes. I might watch some later, cheer me up. Do it, mate. Rather quarantine lull, mate, innit? Quarantine lull. It is a quarantine lull, actually. I'm feeling What's... it. The last few weeks, I'm feeling it, man. Yeah. I mean, especially when the weather's grim as well. That's it, isn't it? Like, so you can't yeah, even really go and do different. outside stuff. Yeah. Even looking out your window into the, like, this, when it's sunny, it just raises the mood a bit. Definitely. It? Although getting out, I mean, yesterday I played golf with um, former Bristol owned John Robbins um, and um, Jimmy McGee and Andrew Ryan, comedians. And even though it was a bit shit weather, just being out for hours in nature socializing must have been nice as well i mean that was socializing was nice as well (laughs) there was that element i should have like no they didn't need to be there to be honest (laughs) it was just me and nature naturally speaks to them one with nature um (laughs) to be honest they got in the way i'd rather i mean at times they actually shake hands and all that stuff or did you just we didn't shake hands actually we didn't we all um kept it um elbows yeah we just don't i mean to be honest me and john french know each other from pretty much early, very early in comedy we've done a couple of edinburgh's together we did shows together and um we ne- we've never ever been huggers or touchers you know what i mean have you got any people right like to that? the 69 but you know but yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna wait till we've known each other 20 years and then just proper just probably just <laughs> have it out. off in it yeah just <laughs> run and jump have, on him yeah just really give each other a good old scene too but um we know have you got any friends like that, that you just really like old friends who've never ever moved beyond just hello and then just a, a, a sort of gentle conversation but the longer the, the older friends you have the less likely you are to shake their hand isn't it like, no, but I hug my, my, my best mates I'm, I, I hug I'm a hugger with those you're not you're not a touch a, a sort of sometimes hugger. like I've, I've, I've 
I've learned to hug, I guess, but only other people Sounds have. Sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> no, I relate to this. I've, I've learned, learned to, to love. What do you mean you've learned to hug? You taught it's me like, how to it's love. Like, it's like what you have to do, isn't it? Like, you don't have to. I do actually. I do think there I is. would never be an, a hugger initiator ever, and I've got de- used to it. Stand up, you get used to it a bit, don't you? But the development of like I, twenty years ago, no one was hugging. It used to be if you're a, a man, you're a, it was a handshake. And yeah, there, and like, I did you know, a spud, a spud. Yeah, there was a, a spud bit of that, but like, I think in the last decade, it's really come on. Everyone's hugging each other now. And I yeah. Sort of, I really, with a lot of my friends, we've embraced it because we're old friends. It's nice to suddenly have a... Well, like they a say like a contact. few seconds of a hug is like really good for you, isn't it, or something? I'm sure it, yeah. Must, I mean, there's a reason we do it. It must have developed for a reason, isn't it, thousands of years ago. Connection, man. Yeah. Um, so what's your... <laughs> Greeting of choice. Don't hug me anyone. If you're not a hugger. I want connection. Um, I don't know. Just a wave. Distance. (laughs) Distance away. Just a hello. (laughs) Um, I also find that the goodbye awkward. Like, I I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm quite an awkward person. And I, Mm. I did a drama degree and I joined and I remember being shocked on the first day that everyone wanted to hug me. Because like so, I thought it was like a very theatery thing. Yeah, everyone yeah. was like, "Oh, darling." Um, it's so like, yeah, and so I had to like train myself to like hug. But my friends have always laughed at me about like not being a hugger. Well, it's for an actor in particular for studying <laughs> acting. Like you know, my wife's an actor, and she, you know, she's one of the most sort of free people I know. Like, yeah, she's done like nudity on stage, and she's got no shame whatsoever. <laughs> she she just doesn't give a shit like about anything. No, like, well, I'm, I'm getting better at that, um, but I definitely was see on stage, you're getting better. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, first gig back. I was going to take a real turn. <laughs> then, no, TikTok would we'll not check in next time. Oh, she's actually now got five million followers. <laughs> <laughs> That's taken it into it a, a, a very different It would be a real change in audience from yeah. the 10-year-olds. Those are loads of old blokes. men. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get um, that? We we had a we did um we had it on the podcast the other week. We had uh Cat and Cat who are a sketch duo and stand-ups in their own right as well. But we got chatting to them because they're sort of younger and they get we were talking we got talking about the creepy messages they get from uh from guys online. And obviously we hear about it, but we don't get it, so we don't actually know the extent of it really. But what's uh, what, uh, what's your experience of that on TikTok? Because I know it happens a lot on Facebook, Twitter. Is TikTok even got that capacity? So no, so I don't get it on TikTok because people can't DM you unless you're also following them. Oh, that's a good that's a good setting. Yeah, so TikTok's fine. It's Instagram where all the creeps are at. That's what they were saying as well. Yeah, it's so it's the worst bit of it all, to be honest, because I think the people that a lot of people, the normal general public kind of you don't usually dm people you don't know on instagram so you can like be really enjoying the content and being like this girl's videos are so good or whatever but you won't message them yeah. um so only a few who are really nice will message being like really love your content but yeah. the majority of people who message you are just the creeps yeah you don't have the social hard, filter if that's weird because they're um, ruining it for the nice yeah, people who actually and, just want to give you an extra compliment to yeah, just laughing and, or enjoying it yeah exactly and it's just a shame that it's like you just feel like you're putting out your content and then the majority of the feedback you get is just 
creepy people. Like, I'll yeah. put, that's like, all you say. Like, that's the most. Yeah, that's all you see. You don't really see the nice but comments. They're not messaging it. you. That's a very small percent, isn't it? Yeah, but unfortunately, it's the percent that message you. Unless yeah. you've got two hundred thousand creeps following you on TikTok. Well, I saw. Yeah. You know, Suze Kempner. Um, she is. Um, she's well she's done comedy stuff she's a singer she does loads of things i know her i know her. great and um she did a big post yesterday actually talking about um reply guys which is a concept that i'm aware of and it's basically but i think i mean they they exist for all all people you know it's not just everyone gets everyone does get it but i know but the, the, the women i know in comedy get it get get it to a different degree and a certain like there's a certain type but it's basically the people that reply to everything you do there's always a couple of guys that yeah. just reply to every single bit of output you do. And she said she's got a handful on Twitch that just commentate constantly on her streams, but not in a sort of yeah, it's just in a in a tone that is a little bit different. It feels a bit Yeah. The most the most annoying for me is when my page is so obviously about comedy yeah. um and being funny and doing things like that. And you get like there's this one guy who just messages every single thing he'll do, I do, he'll just comment hot. Hot, oh, hot, hot, so hot, really hot. Just co- and I'm like, I'm not here. <laughs> That's not yeah, why I'm on Instagram. Yeah. I'm yeah, not yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. To, and also, the fact, oh, no, it's like, just, I'd he, rather you just went funny, funny, funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. why? What's he, what's he hope? What I, I, I'm always trying to work out what what these people hope to achieve from that. Yeah, it's baffling. And you you have some people like being like, oh, I'm just gonna like try my shot. Online, and I'm like, it is. Yeah, it's like yeah, a, it is. Right. That's so true. Um, but, but they want a response. They're not saying the words. At least they've tried to disguise it with a whistle. Yeah, and, and also they're <laughs> yeah, not they're right. not expecting a response from you. Doesn't um, have to spell a wolf whistle though, I suppose. <laughs> is, there, is there a wolf whistle emoji? Um, no, yeah, it'd just it's, be like the wind it, one, wouldn't it? I find it so strange that repeat, just yeah, that same sort oh, of. They say hot underneath your posts on Insta. You mean? No, oh, like on every story. Yeah, oh, okay. every story. You... Or they'll like reply to a post via DM. So they'll like send me the post that I've posted. Being oh, like, I see. Yeah. Oh, they think so you're going to see that and go like, oh, hey, let's spark up a conversation. Well, yeah, like this hot no guy, I've never, I've never replied to him. And yeah. yet still he keeps going. And, um, oh, fuck. But then also like other block? ones. Yeah, I block. I've, well, I mean, you block indecent images. You yeah. block people offering you money to um, do videos or whatever. Oh um, <laughs> but I've tried because obviously, also part of building an online profile is is replying to messages and like having a relationship with followers, I guess. And like, yeah, yeah. so like, I try to reply. That's also to a great any... thing about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I it's try to reply to like talk. as many messages as possible. But also it's like balancing, like, I'm going to be polite and reply, but I also don't yeah. want to encourage you to keep messaging me. This is such a fine line, isn't it? Can't keep yeah. a dialogue with everyone, can That's you? That's me and Julie, we've yeah. talked about this a fair bit, Julie, like off air about our different approach to um, replying to people online. I mean, I, I, there's a few people like, you know, if Patreons or um, people listen to our podcast, I kind of feel like I know a bit and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah but there's people yeah, nice, on, but... on social media, like Twitter and stuff. I'm a big fan of doing a tweet and then muting the conversation so I don't even see the replies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got this sort of like, it's like throwing a grenade onto Twitter and just running away being like... Oh, God, Twitter's so scary as well. It like, is. it just kicks off. Well, and it's like, also that thing of um, people, because it's so vast and so many more people see, like, 
I imagine TikTok might, might be like this, but obviously it doesn't have the DM thing. But all it takes on Twitter is a couple of people with a lot of followers to share your thing. And mm. suddenly it's been seen by so many people that you're always going to get a handful of people that reply negatively. It's just yeah. always impossible to do a joke successfully on Twitter and it not get bad feedback. So I feel like Twitter's the most negative oh. social media. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, where yeah, the definitely. most unhappy people are, unfortunately. I know. I forgot on the last episode we recorded, Julian. How are you with, getting on um, with Callum? Callum, basically during the last episode we did, I was ha- I had one of these things. I'd done a silly joke um, and it was t- it mentioned coronavirus. It's about licking door handles. Yeah, it was about it? me. Basically, it was, it was me being unhappy with the fact that Tottenham, my football team, had lost, and I basically said, if they, if we if the other team score another goal, I'm going to walk down to the tube station and lick the handrail. So the joke is, I'm going to kill myself if Tottenham <laughs> lose three 0 And then everyone shared it, and it was fun, and everyone was like, oh, and like Tottenham fans were replying. And then one guy basically just replied, he said, "This is you're like you're an asshole," or, or I can't remember what he called me. He said, making fun of something in a time like this to be making a joke about coronavirus. Like, he basically had a go at me on my Twitter feed for making a joke that mentioned coronavirus. And, like, I sort of jokingly replied and everyone had that. He sort of got a bit of shit from followers. And then he replied again and really tried to have a go at me, saying, like, you should really think about what you're saying. And I was chatting about it on here while this was happening. It looked pretty young. I just replied. I just replied publicly, so I included him on it. And I just went, shut up. <laughs> and and <laughs> that, work? and that it got loads of like loads of people sort of like like liked it and sort of basically made him realise that he probably should, you know, wind his neck in a bit. It's that thing of like who's who is this who is he to come onto my thing and tell me what, what my output should be. That's also just a new level of sensitivity of what you're allowed to say. Like, no, it wasn't even like I wasn't even like no, about me getting coronavirus. I'm sure if I, I could, if I want to get coronavirus, I'll fucking yeah. get coronavirus. <laughs> it's, yeah, it wasn't like I. Oh, that's weird. That's, yeah, that's what I, I find that. What are you doing, Julian? You're waving <laughs> the camera around. Sorry, it's a <laughs> bit OCD. I'll, I'll, I'm getting. Um, I mean, you've been OCD for as long as I've ever known, know. mate. You've got so many OCD triggers. Your vape, that's definitely an OCD trigger. Yeah, I mean, it also is delicious. <laughs> what flavour? It's like a Heisenberg, it's called. So it's kind of a blueberry with a little menthol kick, but it's uh, good, actually. <laughs> good one. What I'm saying, what I was saying was, yeah, I find, you know, people's behaviour online... Just people that I don't, I get as, as annoyed with people that earnestly respond to a joke than I do with people that I really know, are critical like, and negative. So I'm like, what do you want? What do you want from me? I mean, if he went to a comedy show, would he be sitting there going, oh, no, he can't. Oh, well, that's what I don't so- understand. Maybe he would. Maybe, yeah, yeah hopefully he never goes. It's to also it. the quarantine. I mean, everyone's feeling it, aren't they? He's sort of like scared and. He's just trying to be responsible, figure out who he is. He looked quite young, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he needs to fucking grow up. Is what <laughs> that'll help him getting called out and a little bit of a Twitter pile on. He might. Hope yeah. so. I mean, I, might, hope it, I hope he just realises like, oh, I might have been out of You know, but what I also, I hope it doesn't, it doesn't embolden him to be like, you know, sort of I was right and everyone is just mean. Because it's yeah. hard, isn't it? You don't want to bully a kid online either, do you? Yeah, and it's such a thing, I think, at the moment of young people wanting to take a stance on things. But you've got to, yeah, you've got to, like, work out what's worth it, really. 
and that was not that doesn't sound worth it well no that's what I mean you've got to pick your battles that's yeah, really... exactly pick your battles and someone making a joke about coronavirus I mean there's so many people making jokes about coronavirus yeah. it's great material like well, in, and in terms of like you've got to draw up I think a, a sort of a list of the the issues almost put them in order of importance and then work your way down from the top not from the bottom up do you know what I mean like yeah you know when people it's like I was I'm reading this book at the minute and it's a thing about identity politics which gets a lot of shit there's always like the sort of slightly contrarian types who say identity politics is ruining the world but this is it talks about how identity politics is basically the cause for most of the big good changes in the world like the civil rights movement was that was driven by identity politics the women's suffrage was driven by identity politics actually the the positives it's done is much more outweigh the the negatives of some modern younger people taking it a bit far and Mm. narrowing it down but yeah i do sometimes then encounter someone online i'm like you just mate you need to fucking calm yourself down yeah but that's the difference that's the problem with online as well as it's like everything's out of context of how they're reading it and then also they don't know you so they feel like they can just take out their anger on you because they don't whereas if it was in a gig and you tell a joke like I, i doubt someone would do what they do on Twitter. Alligator. I suppose you're in the context of a comedy club, so they've gone. Everyone's yeah. made that agreement, and also, and you can see the person, and they're a person, and you see everyone else is laughing to it. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, think I would think I was genuinely advising people to lick hands. Yeah, rails. that's what I mean. Whereas on Twitter, is that is that how he's read it? Of just I, he like... must have. Actually, and his, his initial reply was, um, yeah, it sounded like he thought I was going to lick a handrail, <laughs> which worries me it worries me yeah, that people that's... genuinely think that is something that anyone it's funny know. actually on um tiktok a lot of people take things so at face value like um <laughs> like worryingly so like louis burgess i don't know if you know him he's a comedian guitar player from down southwest yeah so he's southwest and he's like a musical comedian and he's like done well on youtube mum is a stuff. spiritual healer i believe yeah i think he, she is um yeah. and he posted he, he's done a video of like how to win Britain's Got Talent and he green screened himself into Britain's Got Talent being like obviously like my dad's dead I'm a crack baby oh, I like I've seen that yeah like obviously about sob stories yes and it, the video ends with being like oh and I've got three months to live you got four yeses and then all of his comments were like oh my god you actually have three months to live oh my god are you okay what are you dying of like all and so, and also, it's quite funny because after that video, Louis took a break from TikTok. So they probably all think he's dead. Um, oh God, because they all like. What did he have then? What was given three months? <laughs> so sad. It's, it was. I was. It was just. It's confusing that people don't understand. Are they young? They, I mean, they're younger they, on TikTok, aren't yeah, they? they? Yeah, they are younger. Might be a bit of it. But still, they believed that he'd actually been on Britain's Got Talent, and they were, and then on other videos he'd comment, and be like, "Oh, are you the comedian from Britain's Got Talent?" And it's like he never went on Britain's no. Got Talent. Good bit of PR for him. What's bit happening of- with Britain's Got Talent now? Because we know, obviously, like people like Nick Dixon got through to the next bit. Is it? Is it? Oh, is it not happening, or is it happening? Do we know, Julian? Have you spoken to Nick? Have you anyone got eyes on? I haven't Nick spoken Dixon? to Simon Howell <laughs> lately. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm the go-to on Britain's Got Talent. No, but I mean, because you, you speak, you, you're, you're... What's the, in, what's the inside with, info? With Nick, and he's, he's doing it. He yeah, got yeah, through, yeah. he had a really... I know. His, I don't think on he it. knows. I, I don't... I haven't spoken to him about it, okay. actually. I, know, I was speaking to him about it when he did it, and um, I didn't know how he... You never know how anyone's going to do no, on it, and I was they're, like, they're sort of, they're, they're it could go really bad. Somewhere. 
but, but he I did mean, great on I mean, it. What would you ever consider Britain's Got Talent, Abby? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think so. No. I just, the idea of going on after a, a, a dance duet about a dead mother and then you go on and do comedy. Yeah. And and also the fact it has to be with your alive clean. mother, yeah, <laughs> rubbing um, it. In. I don't know. I just I can't see it. It's just terrifying, really. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that you can't control how it's shown on TV and yeah, that's the one. I know. Joe that's Paul the thing they edit up. Steve West's one. They um, they did it so bad, didn't they? Oh, really? like he was up what there happened? when he when he didn't get a laugh, or maybe they edited it like that the camera went to the audience. There was like sad music. Oh God. And then two old women going, this is awkward. Oh, oh God. Go back yeah. to him. It yeah. Was editing is cruel. Like I just don't trust TV editing. No. For no. anything. No. I think, I mean, we probably can't say what they are, but I've said there's um, sort of flying around. The internet is some um, rumors about one of the judges of Britain's Got Talent uh, currently. Can we not say David Williams' name on here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can because, like, basically, it's all, all over. Twitter. Well, it's all over Twitter, you and know, it's, it's all like alleged uh, things. Pro- but proof or, um, but so yeah, if uh, if anyone wants to have a little breed of an afternoon, get get yourself on Twitter, mate. And... Um, so, what's the thing with him then? What uh, kind of uh, me two point I think it, I think there's elements of that. There's elements because he was already getting dug out. Like he's basically, I think, I think his he's books like, are quite classist. I am. I was reading on Twitter the other day. Oh yeah, like they're I kind mean, of anti-poor people, right? I mean, um, they are kids' books, aren't they? So yeah, they're probably them. no. Yeah, I've not. Uh, <laughs> Have I've you, Julian? <laughs> No. Let me just let me just look at my book. Yeah. The whole box <laughs> it sounds on. like Julian's read them all, and he's like, "I just right. don't like them." <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. I've got me. my philosophy section. I've got my sp- my. And there's my David Williams. Oh, yeah, I've got my David Williams. <laughs> he's almost like going for the kind of Roald Dahl modern yeah, day Roald Dahl, mm-hmm. but with probably lacking the slight uh, sort of nuance. Of Ricky Gervais's kids' books were very good. I thought really. He didn't mean them as kids' books. He's just really bad <laughs> yeah, at writing. Yeah. He, wrote them serious <laughs> he just only drew pictures. <laughs> he, can't, he can't actually read or write. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. I read a couple of other things about Williams. We don't know. There's, you know, who knows? I think he's. Yeah. A, I think he might have some uh, some some explaining to do in the coming days. Oh, golly. I mean, it is it is a bit mad though. Trial by Twitter, isn't it? Because um, it's hard to, and then you get mm. proven innocent. But there's not going to be think, yeah, loads no, of tweets. Yeah. That's not big news. The innocent side. It's not going. That's not going to go viral. Yeah. No, but I mean, what I think what um, is happening at the minute that basically it looks like one of the people that I think has shared a story has an NDA, which she was basically has signed, which that's people are suggesting a legal thing they can't speak about. Non disclosure agreement. Yeah which means that they've been told to sign it by... Sort I of always get people to sign it when they come into my flat. Like, <laughs> You've just got like a H- In the, the atrium, it's yeah. just got like a, a rip-off pad, just loads of NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> lovely, lovely little serious take on what's going on and ended with a lovely reference to Julian's uh, house. No, just squiggle on the bottom. Now that's fast. Yeah, just coming. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get your autograph, please? <laughs> Hide the top. Um, I really like you. Can I have your autograph? Um, 
So yes, uh, and we should probably start wrapping it up soon. Um, any other business, uh, Julian Dean? Um, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good chat. Um, what else? Uh, um, you've got a driving gig in Swindon. Yeah. I've got one soon as well on the 1st of August, which I'm a car park gig. That's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Driving cinema outside my house, actually. (laughs) A car park gig. I might. That's what they should really be called. Sounds like you're about to get stung by some pedo hunters, Julia. (laughs) Um, What uh, date is the Swindon gig? Um, Oh, I don't know. What date's Thursday? Tomorrow. Oh, God, it's tomorrow. I don't think I even remember my material. Mine's not for a couple of weeks. I'm going to, yeah, I feel I'm not going to be able to remember. I I have to do stand up when I return. It's going to be weird. It's going to be so weird. Like ring rust boxes get, it's going to be that, isn't it? Like, I'll just have to like hold my phone up like and just pretend I'm like vlogging and then it'll all feel fine. I've got a selfie stick. <laughs> yeah, just go up, talk to a camera. Um, Andrew Ryan, while that. playing golf yesterday, you got a selfie stick out to film a thing. And I was like, I've never, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> I bought a selfie stick years ago. I never used it, man. It's just, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's so like weird. a tourist. Yeah. It, um, also, you just get a massive long pole in your picture. It's not even... It doesn't improve. I'm sure if you angle the, I suppose yeah, it depends how you hold yeah, it. Yeah, because you're holding it out. Um, so just... Joe, Joe Boars just bought a drone, an excellent one. We're going to have oh, a play, a play around with serious. it. He's shown me some footage of it. It's incredible, man. Yeah, yeah. You just ho- can hover down, go straight in front of you, and it's just fixed in front of you. Well, that's so cool. I told you about when I was at Melbourne Comedy Festival last year, and James Veach has a really good drone, and he his had a setting. We were all having a picnic. He set the cat. He's on the on the thing. He's it, it can follow a target, so you're not even controlling it. You yeah, just someone set on, it on a, a bike, target. You can just follow them on the moment. Well, he set it on Phil Wang, and then Phil Wang started running away, and the drone just started following him and run and turning and everything. It's terrifying. That sounds great. What I'm, is, I'm not comfortable with this um, technological advance. It sounds like it's going to end in tears. Uh, <laughs> so you've got that. You've got live, and then you've got. Where can people find you on? Uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that business. Um, they can find me at Abby Clark Comedy, um, ABI. Abby's ABI, yeah. Yeah, and Clark with an E. Just let you explain. No, that's fine. You go. <laughs> I mean, it's the right way to spell Abby. I don't understand where people are getting the Y. A double B E Y. You spell Abigail. You split it in half. Take the Gale off. Where's the double B coming from? You choose either Abby or Gail, nothing else. And Abby, oh, yeah. A-B-B-E-Y would sound, Gale's like, short for Abby sounds more like a sort of Westminster Abbey. It sounds more like a sort of cathedral. Yeah. I never look at Gail from Neighbours the same way. It's actually Abigail, is it? I mean, it might not be. It? But what about Gail's, the bakery? Have you been to Gail's Bakery? That's a nice bakery chain. Good breads. Old Abigail started. They also didn't... sell their breads in Waitrose. For any <laughs> listeners who want to know where to Ooh, buy fancy. bread. Oh, fancy. It's a um, nice contract for them, isn't it? What? Yeah. <laughs> well done, Gales. Um, things and coffee. Although for year, for about two years, there was a period of time uh, when I was with my ex, and she lived right next to a Gales, and I was eating uh, these macaroon things that I thought were vegan, and they'd uh, after two years of it, or no, maybe a year of eating them, I found out they had eggs in them. So I do have a slight issue with. Uh, with Gales because it wasn't clearly signposted. <laughs> oh but my god! I've let it slide. I've let it yeah. slide. That was only six years ago. I've let it go. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. So Abby Clark comedy. Yes. 
on, at, on and Twitter and them. yeah, all of them. Excellent. People can look there and uh, and they can do it without replying to every. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't need to DM me unless click, it's something nice, and then yeah. I will take it. Please do click like or or share yeah. it. That's what you want. And that's what please we want compliment you, please my more. humor, not my looks. That's, yeah. that's sharing the, it. Sharing it is the best thing you want. Sharing is the best. Yeah, sharing would be great. Uh, people, people <laughs> don't share, share to like files though. Yeah, I mean, no. well, I, I mean, I'm I'm 24. I don't know if I'm what they're looking for. True, true. and also, you know, you need numbers. over the we hill, all need numbers on our on our output. So, you know, if there's a few pedos in that thousand likes. I mean, yeah. I'll take the pedo demographic. I don't mind. <laughs> well, you know, if they're not practicing pedophiles, is that a they're thing? like non-practicing pedophile? Is that like? A he's like that's like really virtuous. We end here. Well, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody, sadly, can you call yourself a pedophile if you're not practicing? I, I, mean, I you can if you have a desire for, um, you know, youths. I would, I would agree though that I don't think you could. Can you call yourself a dancer if you don't dance? Exactly. I mean, well, I think it's a, it's a conversation that I'm a, I'm a dancer. needs to be had at some point. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think you need to be. I saw an interview with one that was kind of trying to get to the bottom. We don't encourage. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, we're saying if if you have got the urges, don't don't do it just to get the name. Yeah, we're not. Do stay unpracticing, but then you won't. Yeah. Give it, then that's better. Yeah, you shouldn't want the name. It's really it, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, anything, there is negative connotations. Yeah, you start getting. I'd say so. Honestly. Don't don't go after it. Don't chase it. You don't want it on your CV. <laughs> um, no. On your blurb. <laughs> <laughs> on your little quote on a leaflet oh yeah like. um what julian any any uh, anything to plug or recommend are you doing any gigs that people can watch online or doing anything? i don't want what people to watch them okay i feel that way yeah. i'm all right i'm all right yeah. let's just see what the organic audience is yes and we'll do it's uh, you're learning aren't you i don't want to i don't want people to come to like a new material night either so i, I, no. like, I like people i like new material nights I don't want any. So do I, but like I mean, like an organic back. audience, yeah, but yeah. not, you know, not come to this. I'm doing new stuff. It's more just see what, see who's there. Okay. I want an audience. I don't want no one, but no one I know. Okay, <laughs> cool. It's good to know. Um, I'm, I'm doing one next week. I'm doing outside the box for Math Brown. I did that. That's a that's a great one, Math Brown. I think it's next week. James Gill's got a great one as well. Tuesday the 14th of July, I'll be outside the box online. Um that's it, isn't it? That's I think we've I think we're done. I think we've finished. Let's that's all go it, back mate. to doing nothing for months. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> God. Um thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. And um and everyone can check out your videos and see you live. And thanks for everyone for listening. Um, thanks to our patrons. Julian, any admin chat? I still feel a bit brain dead today. That's <laughs> what I was saying. I'm really, I'm really doing the heavy lifting on the admin today. <laughs> Everything Carl said. <laughs> Julian's having a day off. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, patrons, you know, if you want to sign up, if you're not a patron and you're listening and you want to see some extra bits Patreon.com and videos and all that, we do stuff on... Idiots. There you go. That's that. thousand pounds a week. <laughs> to fund our lifestyles um, but thanks to Abby Clark for joining us bye Take